This is Rhema for Today. Now, when I heard this fellow on that tape say this other thing, you know, that that, that didn't mean he didn't, I thought, now, now the Lord didn't know that. See, he hadn't been to seminary. <laughs> you know, God hadn't been to seminary. And he didn't know that that didn't mean physical healing because that's the only verse I gave the woman. And he ought to heal her spiritually, but he made a mistake and healed her physically. No, I don't believe God made any mistakes. Welcome to Rhema for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching, Confession, next on Rhema for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. Ye were healed. Hallelujah. Well, if we were healed, then I was. See, it's past tense. If I was, then I am. I really think that's the best way to be healed. Because then you know how you got it and you can hold on to it. Where if you depended on somebody else to pray, and God moves in all these ways to try to help people, but I believe that he wants to move us on to standing on God's word for ourselves. Can you say amen? Amen. And, uh, you know, uh, again, if you listen to some folks, you know, uh, one, one fellow said, you know, who, now he believed God heals all right if it's his will. And if it's not, well, he won't. But that healing doesn't actually belong to us. See, if healing actually belongs to us, then it is his will. You know, why would God make provision for his people to have something that it wasn't his will for them to have? I mean, wouldn't that be stupid? Now, isn't that strange? Would would God provide something for us? Send his son at great sacrifice to purchase something for us that is not his will for us to have. Amen. Amen. So it boils down to this. Does healing belong to us or does it not? Is healing in God's redemptive plan? Now one fellow commenting on 1 Peter 2.24. Someone was kind enough to send me one of his tapes. (laughs) Now he went on to say that he is a theologian. I don't know, sometimes unkind words jump to my lips. I have to sort of swallow to keep them down. (laughs) You know, and that he had gone to school and that he had studied, you know, that this verse of scripture wasn't talking about physical healing. Now you got to read it. See, he said it's talking about sin. It said, who his own self bear our sins or sin in his own body on the tree that we being dead to sin should live under righteousness by whose stripes. He said that's talking about being healed from sin or of sin. Well, uh, in the first place, uh, the sinner, he, he doesn't get his sins healed. <laughs> Now, see, if you had a sore on your nose, 
Just say this fellow right here had a big sore here, all like a boil or something come up there. And he gets that healed. The boil is healed or the sore, but he's still got the same nose he had. You don't get no new nose with it. But when the sinner gets saved, hallelujah, he becomes a new man. He didn't just get his sin healed. That man on the inside was born again and became a new man in Christ Jesus. You see? Now, if you've got your arm in, injured, you know, and you've got that arm healed, you didn't get a new arm. You got the same arm you had. See, God prophesied in the Old Testament through Jeremiah and through Ezekiel. And the time will come, he said, I'll make a new covenant of the house of Israel. And I'll take that heart of flesh out of you. I'll put a new heart in you. And I'll put a new spirit in you. A new one. Hallelujah. Isn't that right? And then I'll put my spirit in you. Praise God. So your spirit doesn't get healed of sin. Your spirit is born again. Your spirit, the man on the inside, the spiritual man, the second Corinthians 5, 17 said, becomes a new man. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things become new. Isn't that right? Now then, secondly, I thought about what that fellow said, you know, and more than once I've seen people. I remember down there in Oklahoma, we had a lady that they brought into the service. It had been crippled for four years. The doctor said she'd never walk again. Well, ordinarily, I'll minister with the anointing by the time I got to her, before I ever got to her, actually, before I finished the healing service, the anointing lifted from me. And I'm not going to lie to him. I could minister. The, like I said, I could minister in faith, you know. So if you can't come back tomorrow night, I'll just lay hands on you like any Christian could. Anybody could do it. These signs are following them to believe. They'll lay hands on the sick and just pray for you in faith. If you can't come back tomorrow night, you see, I'll... I'll pray and make preparation and be anointed to minister. Well, she couldn't. They'd brought her from a distance. She was the only one that couldn't come back. They carried her down there. Well, now we're ministering in faith. So the first thing is that, among other things, I also have to get faith into her. I looked to the Lord just a little bit to see what he'd say to me. And on the inside of me, he said, have her to read 1 Peter 2.24. So I went and sat down beside of her and had her to read 1 Peter 2.24. Read it out loud. Then asked her the question. You know, did you notice it said, by whose stripes you were healed? Yeah. Well, I said, is were past tense, future tense, or present tense? And she said, with, looked at me, you know, sort of amazed. Like I said, well, it's, it's past tense. And if we were, he and I was. And if I was, I am. I said, that's what I want you to believe. Now lift your hand and start praising God because you are healed. She did. Then I said to the whole congregation, let's all lift our hands and praise God because she is healed, not going to be is. We praised God for a few moments. And then I just turned and said, arise, sister, and walk in Jesus' name. And she leaped up and began to leap and walk and jump and praise God, just like that crippled man did. And... Uh, now, when I heard this fellow on that tape say this other thing, you know, that, that that didn't mean he didn't, I thought, now, 
Now the Lord didn't know that. See, he hadn't been to seminary. <laughs> you know, God hadn't been to seminary. And he didn't know that that didn't mean physical healing because that's the only verse I gave the woman. And he ought to heal her spiritually, but he made a mistake and healed her physically. No, I don't believe God made any mistakes. It's because she believed and confessed that word. I've seen people, you know, we've all seen gifts of the spirit manifestation. We've seen supernatural manifestations. My wife and I have gone into rooms to minister to people that medical science said doctors just shook their head. We've done all we can do. I mean, they're just near death. They're on their deathbed. They'll be dead no matter sometimes a few hours, sometimes a few minutes. Well, now, I've had manifestations of the Spirit. I've, I've talked to them. Well, they were so low, they, they, there's no use trying to talk. They can't get to what you're saying. And, and I just said, well, we're just going to kneel here and lay our hand on your head and pray. So I knelt, laid my hand on the head. My wife knelt beside me. And about that time, I heard the word of the Lord come unto me saying, don't, don't touch them. Take your hand off of them. Don't pray for them. Just get up and stand up and say to them, the Lord told me to tell you, well, get up. I did, he did, they did. That was it. That was it. That was it. Praise God. But now you see, that was, a, that was a manifestation of the Spirit of God. The Holy Ghost manifests himself. Now why does he manifest himself sometimes that way? Well, I don't understand all of it, but I just know he does. You see it, you see. Why did the Holy Ghost manifest himself? A shining light around, about in the noonday sun around Paul and his company. Now, I'm sure there are other companies on that same road. People traveling, that's the way they travel in those days, you know. <laughs> I'm sure there are other people on that same road. Why didn't the light shine around them? Well, God knows what he's doing, doesn't he? Amen. I said, God knows what he's doing. Amen. Praise God, amen. But right on the other hand, we, we've gone into people that were just as administered to people that were of just as desperate a case. I don't mean one doctor. I mean, the best doctors in America said, you've got so many days to live. That's it. Can anything be done? Nothing can be done. Well, I tell folks all the time that I always, if I am ministering particularly personally to people, when I say personally, I mean in their home or on this kind of level, you know, I mean the healing line, you minister different, you don't, you don't have time to, unless God would speak to you to minister to people individually. I mean, you know, for some time you do lay hands on them, go on. But what I mean, you know, spend some time. And, uh, but if I go, uh, go into a room or, or dealing with a person, I always put my spiritual antenna up for, you know, you know, what do you mean put your spiritual antenna up? You know, sometimes on these automobiles, you know, uh, uh, one car I drive, you know, well, the, the antenna, you turn off the key, it goes down, you see, and it stays down unless you push a button, you know, and then it'll come up. Well, with the antenna down, you don't pick up much. I mean, I think... Uh, I think read about one station with the antenna down is all I can get. But I put that antenna up, man, I start picking up things. So I put up my spiritual antenna, you see, to see if he's saying anything to me. What do you mean put, well, reach out towards heaven with your spirit on the inside of you, praise God. Or sometimes just, 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 just stop and pray a little bit in tongues. Welcome to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth W. Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's radio offer. 
first in this month's offer is Kenneth W. Hagen's two-CD set entitled Winning the War of Words. Next is Kenneth E. Hagen's four-CD set Knowing God as Your Father. The last item is Lynette Hagen's slimline book God's Peace, all for the price of $40. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. I say all the time, thank you for helping us to bring hope, hope help, and, and healing, healing to, to the world. world. Yes. Well, how is that being done? It's through our word partners. Well, what is a word partner? It's somebody that prays for us on a regular basis. Somebody that sends in an offering at least once a month to help support Raymond. Yes. Now, you know, many people think they can't give because they don't have much to give. Hey, listen, if everybody gives what they can, no matter the amount, yes. then it helps us to be able to continue this program, to be able to continue our Bible schools all yes. around, to keep winning more people to God. And so if you would like to be a word partner, just go to rhema.org slash, that forward slash, all the information's yes. there. I want to thank you that are already word partners, but I want to thank you that will become word partners with us. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's toll free, 1-888-FAITH-99. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagen will continue his message, Confession. That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.